Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Rail blockade continues. The impact grows more and more. Um, you spoke with uh, your fellow premiers. You called a conference call as the chairman of the Council of the Federation. You called that conference call last Wednesday. And uh, you spoke then at the time, or you tweeted about a lack of federal leadership. The next evening, you had a conference call, all the premiers, with the prime minister. Where do we stand, Premier Mo, at this juncture today? Where do we stand with this with this blockade, and what do you want to see done? Well, it, need, it needs to end, um, the, the, and, and it would be my hope that the uh, the folks that are blocking the rails would actually uh, take that down, and, and the offer is there for, for dialogue with the federal government, uh, but only if they remove uh, the blockades that are impacting Canadians from, from coast to coast. Uh, we brought uh, the premiers together last week uh, by request of a number of premiers. Um, out of that conversation that we had uh, there was a, a couple of things uh, first was uh, was uh, unanimous consent that these barricades do need to come down and that we need to have a first minister's call of which we were able to have uh, the very next day and I, I was somewhat hopeful with respect to the prime minister's comments after that call as he went out uh, in the media the day after and really reflected the the narrative of our call where uh, using language such as the barricades need to come down, the rule of law uh, needs to be followed, and uh, um, it, it, it is patience of, of Canadians is is really running out. And uh, so, you know, my hope at this juncture is when we start this next week here that these these barricades are down and our economy is allowed uh, to function again. And uh, if it isn't, I uh, that would be just tremendously disappointing. I think for for all Canadians. Are you disappointed that the RCMP did not take? action. I spoke yesterday with former British Columbia Premier Ujjal Dossange, who pointed out that the RCMP doesn't need to go to a court and get an injunction to take action. They are uh, empowered to do that. I, I agree, and, and we see uh, really what is a, a problematic trend, if you will, uh, with uh, law, law enforcement at all levels, we have provincial police, municipal police, and, and RCMP, um, that at times will uh, uh, not enact, uh, uh, not even the laws per se, um, but uh, not a, enact a, a court order. And I, I've said many times over the course of the last week that uh, legislators and elected members make the create the laws, uh, the courts interpret those laws, and our, our law enforcement agencies uh, enforce those laws. Again, politicians don't direct them as to how, but uh, that's at their discretion. But the discretion as to whether or not they enforce the laws is, is, not, at, is not theirs. Uh, that is the expectation of the government of Saskatchewan, for sure, and I would say uh, the vast majority of Canadians expect the same. Premier, when you and I spoke last weekend, uh, you pointed out that you didn't have rail disruptions in Saskatchewan. But now we know that uh, these disruptions, wherever they are, and they're springing up in different places. You had one in Saskatoon yesterday. I don't know if it's still right. ongoing. Um, but, but it is affecting uh, your province. It is affecting all Canadians. 
And uh, what what specifically is is happening to the people in your province? Well, the, the impact is large here. Uh, we have I, I spoke with a significant sized exporter the other day that exports around the world. He has uh, you know uh, over thirty containers that are, are caught in transport. Uh, our exports of our agri food products, our potash products. Uh, uh, never mind uh, the imports. I talked with a uh, an energy uh, fellow in the energy business uh, earlier this week as well, where he is waiting for some rather specialized equipment that is waiting at port uh, and should be loaded on a train and brought out here. So he's uh, trying to figure out how he can continue with his business, um, um, with, you know, without this very specialized equipment that he needs. So it, it's impacting our economy. Um, also has the the challenge of impacting our economy on a little longer term basis with respect to not supplying our customers um, and and not being that reliable supplier that you know 10 years ago we were regarded as and and we've had a number of challenges just this year but in the last half a dozen years for sure that have started to impact that reputation so we have to be uh, very very careful here and and uh, in in how we uh, you know manage this to ensure that we aren't affecting Canada's reputation as we move forward. If the, essentially, the uh, demand of the Prime Minister that the, finally, that the barricades must come down, if that isn't heard or listened to, is there opportunity for provincial leaders like yourself to circumvent the federal government and speak directly with hereditary chiefs and First Nations? Well, we'll we'll see where this goes. There, there's a number of options, and the first and foremost option that I hope, and I think many do, is that it, it comes to a peaceful resolution, and those involved uh, remove the blockades for the greater good of of all Canadians, including uh, uh, people from their home community. Uh, the second is that ultimately uh, the OPP or a combination of the OPP and the RCMP understanding uh, there's multiple blockades, are not just in Ontario across this nation. That the RCMP has a role. Uh, to play in uh, in coordinating um, how these are dealt with across Canada. And last I checked, uh, we still are a nation. Uh, we aren't quite a notion yet, Roy, as uh, Blaine and I had talked about a number of months ago. But, you know, here, here's the irony in, in what's occurring here when we talk about reconciliation. And, and where I go when we talk about reconciliation with our Indigenous uh, communities, Indigenous people, is is economic reconciliation, working with our, our communities and individuals on uh, ensuring that that uh, they they can become economically sustainable, uh, engaging in 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 the in the resource uh, development that we have in Saskatchewan, and we have excellent examples of that in the forestry industry, in the potash mining industry, with some of the procurement uh, in in our mining industry. The chemical itself uh, has a tremendous record when it comes to engaging uh, the indigenous people and in indigenous communities, and and in order for that to happen, we need our rail transport. We need this LNG uh, gas line uh, to, in order to uh, engage engage our, not only our Indigenous communities in an economic sense, but engage all Canadians and, and really benefit all Canadians. Yeah, and the Indigenous communities along that line, along that gas uh, gas link uh, pipe of the LNG line, are in favor. They they are they they've, they've signed off. They they want it. All supportive, and I suspect uh, for a number of reasons. Uh, first and foremost, is likely there is an economic benefit to the people that live in their communities. Um, likely, uh, they have realized that this is a gas line that can go a tremendous uh, uh, way in reducing our global greenhouse gas emissions, thereby uh, being good for uh, for our environment as global citizens. Uh, you know, most certainly uh, they have signed off uh, for 
for the reason that the company uh, that is building uh, the gas line has engaged with their communities over uh, the last five or six years, is my understanding. So um, this is a little bit perplexing that we're at this state and a little bit perplexing that it is uh, taking this long to uh, uh, get us back to uh, some sense of normalcy, if you will, uh, for our, our Canadian economy, really. Yeah. Premier, thank you. It's always good talking to you. Thank you for the time today. Great, Roy. You have a wonderful weekend. And you. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.